Before this episode begins, this is a quick reminder to save the date. You don't have to write it down, especially if you're driving. But just know that the Colorado Springs city election is coming up on April 4th. If you live in Colorado Springs, you'll receive a mail-in ballot in March and will vote for a new mayor, three at-large city council seats, and the unexpired term of city council district three, if you live in that district. The election is coming up on April 4th. Go vote. I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. We are talking today about the future of Colorado Springs, something that interests everyone, I hope. Specifically, we're going to talk about a new tool, so to speak, that enables property and business owners to navigate the city's land development process. So the name of the project is Retool COS, and it's essentially a unified development code. You may be thinking that that does not impact you. You also may be saying, what is a unified development code? And those questions are okay. So we're going to answer those questions today. Um, I have a great uh, guest here to explain why. So Morgan Hester is the planning supervisor in our city's planning department. And Morgan, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited to talk about this. So give us kind of, before we dive into this particular project, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about planning department as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, what what does your team do in general and what is your role specifically? Because yeah. I think planning department is one of those departments in the city that people get a little bit confused about what they do and do not do. Yes. Um, so we have a couple of different divisions within the planning department. Um, specifically in my office, we are the land use review division. Uh, We also have development review, which is at the regional development center. So that team is looking at maybe a deck permit or an ADU, something that's a little smaller for the larger entitlements. So rezonings, new development plans, big apartment complexes that's coming through the LUR office, land use review. We love our acronyms. Yes. Okay. Um, And then my team focuses on special projects. So um, I would say that the retool project is the most special Mm-hmm. Of that you've done in, in quite a while. Time, yes. Um, I focus primarily on policy and public education. So we have a lot of um, different focuses within our office. Because yes, we do development review. We present a lot at public meetings and have neighborhood meetings. But there, there's kind of a cornucopia of different right. focuses. So in there's our there's teams kind of under those two yes, two branches. There are, yes, okay. um, for development review, there separated through geographic areas. So if something comes in in the north, there's a specific team that does those reviews and approvals. Um, My team is all over the city. So we have the surveyor, landscape architects, um, uh, one specific person that focuses on short-term rental permits and telecom. So it really is a mix of several different focuses within one department. Every day is a little different. Every day is so different. Yes. 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 And that's good. Okay. So I, and I think a lot of people, there's always this misconception um, anytime I've talked with any of you guys in planning of, you know, that planners are like behind some curtain going, ha ha, ha we're going to put a <laughs> King Supers here and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to develop the East side mm-hmm. more than the West side or whatever it may be. Not the case, correct? Kind Not of, can the you... case at all. So our job is very reactive to whatever applications come into our department. Right. Um, an applicant may come in with a grocery store proposal. It is our job to review based on the code 
the new UDC will be reviewed um, for those applications in the future. But right now, Chapter 7, the Zoning and Subdivision Ordinance, all the staff will review an application based off of that to ensure that everything has been met, which is primarily focusing on the public health, safety, and welfare. So if all of the requirements are met, then we can either administratively approve based on the type of application or it may need to go to planning commission or city council. But we are very much the middle people from the applicant to the decision-making body. And you're following that rule book as you you approve or deny. Yes, that is our task that we have for the city is ensuring that everything has been met and can be utilized in the future. You know, of course, pulling building permits through regional building, but um, that application meets all of our requirements and standards. Okay, so let's, I've obviously heard about retool COS, but honestly, I could use an explanation and I'm sure people listening aren't a little bit uncertain. What is it and what does it mean? And um, so I'm sure a lot of folks are hearing about it for the first time. Yes. Yes. Which is great. Whenever it has been heard of, I fully support it. It is a project that's been going on for a little over three years. So it's okay if it's just being heard about now, but because it was recently passed, it was recently passed by city council. Yes. Uh, We kicked off the project in December of 2019 with a consultant and a huge question is why are you doing this and what is it? So we have Plan COS, which is the city's comprehensive plan. That was adopted by city council in 2019. Uh, We had over 5,000 participants to establish the comprehensive plan of looking at what are the long-term goals of our city? What is the vision? What are the goals that we have? In order to make that happen, we need technical backing. And with current Chapter 7, so that's all of the regulations for... um, Zoning, subdivision, so splitting a lot, for example, that code has not been reworked for several decades. So to ensure that, yep, we've got this great comprehensive plan, what we see for our future, but how do we make it happen? So retool is one of the six directives that came from Plan COS, Um, very much the most, you know, language of here's this, here's that, here's that, because it also includes home COS or connect COS, smart COS. So plan COS is like, this is where we want to get in terms of the physical development, but yours is more, how do we get there? How do we get there? Exactly. So hearing from participants that I want to see walkability in my neighborhood. Okay. Well, how do we make that happen? So retool needed to be the next step so we can establish all those regulations in order to see in the built environment, this is how we get You want to get to this point, how do we get there? That's the retool. So the overall project, um, known as Retool COS, the first step of this is a unified development code, or the UDC. I'll throw out, because again, we love our acronyms, so I'm going to throw that out. We know now what it Um, means. Now now everybody's in the know. Right. Um, The first step was adopting that new code to essentially repeal and replace what we currently have in for chapter seven. So we'll have the UDC that will go into effect in June um, because there are a lot of steps that need to happen since last Tuesday's adoption by city council to the effective date this summer. Um, But what it is, is what can I do with my property? So that includes the use, how many trees do I need, um, parking spots. If I'm going to make an application to the planning department, what does that look like? So it's really holistically everything from start to finish in our department in one document. And one of the goals that we had was to shorten what we currently have in chapter seven. It's several hundred pages and we were able to kind of cut things down by 200-ish pages because it wasn't clear and concise, and that was one of the really big goals. We want anybody to be able to open it up and know exactly what they need to do. 
Right. And no surprise since it hadn't been updated in no. so long. It was time, no. past time. Yeah. yeah. Past time. Past time. Yes. So some people may say, well, I, you know, I'm not a property owner or maybe I'm a property owner, but I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything to my property mm-hmm. right now, but it still impacts the community as a whole. Can you explain how? Like, yes. Like why, sh- why should I care about this yeah. if I'm not interacting with the planning mm-hmm. department right now, for mm-hmm. example? Mm-hmm. Um, but it does impact you. It absolutely does. So from, you know, kind of a, a smaller level for homeowners, for example, you want to put it in a deck, there's requirements in the code today and carrying forward in the UDC of what does that look like? Um, there's lot coverage requirements. How big can my deck be with that specific example? And a lot of times a contractor will take care of some of that for you, but sometimes not. So you, you need to be aware either way. I absolutely, I do recommend if there is anybody who's looking at doing something like that, sure. Hire a contractor, but also educate yourself and read through. And the planners are more than happy to help with that. Um, so it does start kind of with those smaller projects all the way up to maybe a large apartment complex, rezoning a property, looking at really changing the land um, for the future. And that impacts a whole area of town. It does. What it it looks like. Yes, absolutely. And we do have, there's also components in the UDC of if there is something like that being proposed, what does a neighborhood meeting look like? Is it required? Where does notification go? So really it is a holistic document of start to finish for anything development related. That's awesome. And that's an important point you bring up because when these larger projects come through, Mm -hmm. there is that really critical time of public input where we don't just say we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you because it's important to know from the people living in that area Mm -hmm. um, what like you said, do they yeah. want to see more walkability yeah. or what? Uh-huh. what's their vision for right. that particular right. neighborhood? And then also, what are your requirements, mm-hmm. correct? Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes they say, well, we want this, so do that. And sometimes you are not able to, correct, right. based on what right. those regulations. So whenever an application comes in, we are not really in the business of saying, nope, doesn't meet, we're not going to approve this. We There's a lot of collaboration that goes into the review of an application. So if there is a vision for this and what we get submitted is not totally meeting that, the planners will have a lot of back and forth with the applicant as well as the public. So if the public says, I'm not really comfortable with this or here's a better idea for how you can approach Everybody is involved in that process before either we approve or take it forward to a public body. Um, But yes, all of that has been codified and we are able to point to, well, you know, the requirement is here. How can we get you to that point with your application? Were you guys, when you started this, you said back in 2019, Mm -hmm. looking at other cities who've updated and saying, what are best practices? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I assume we're not the only ones who said, oh, we need to update this. We are not. So um, I mentioned that we hired on a consultant, Clearing Associates out of Denver. They have done this for over 200 different jurisdictions in the country. Oh, interesting. And a lot, I really appreciate that you brought that up, Jen, because a lot of what we do in planning is looking at best practices I do make the joke that there's no such thing as copying and planning, which not totally accurate, Mm -hmm. ethically, Um, you know, giving credit to where credit is due. But there are so many ways that you can focus on, um, you know, parking and what that looks like. But looking to other jurisdictions, 
you know, we really need this in our community. This is something that would make sense. What have they done that maybe we could implement here as well? So yes, part of my job is reaching out to, um, I have my list of different jurisdictions in Colorado that I will um, politely bother and ask them lots of questions and also the top 50 jurisdictions in the country because we are in the top 50 of being large cities. So I will reach out and say, Hey, what have you done for this? What has worked for y'all? Um, do you have any, you know, ideas or maybe things that you ran into that we should be mindful of? So it's, it, there's a lot of collaboration with this. And again, I appreciate that and you brought it up because it's not just me. Yeah. And you might, you might be in a situation now, right? Where you're on the other end mm-hmm. and you're going to have folks coming to you and saying, Hey, we're starting this whole process yes. now too. What have you done? Yeah. So now we can yep. share our uh-huh. best practices. I, as I well. have made a couple of new friends. You're on the other side doing that. Yes, and they. Oh my gosh, what is something that we need to know about? And then I'll just here's my experience. Bleh. And, right, yeah. and it feels good. I would assume it to be does. on this other side because now we've got it in place. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I mean, is that a a rewarding yes. part of it for your team? To just be able to do their jobs efficiently. Absolutely. Um, there are several goals that we had, one of them being more efficient, providing clarity, having, you know, something as small as having graphics so we can show this is what we mean. And then it, you know, because some people are more visual than others. How can we better explain this information? So, yes, it is very exciting to know that now we have a document that we can utilize and it's organized in a way that makes sense. And this is not something that we are going to wait several decades to make any tweaks. Um, fully anticipate that after a year of using it, we're going to identify, oops, uh, let's make a little change. And it, it truly is a living document. We, of course, still have to go through planning commission for their vetting to city council to make changes. But we've already identified a couple of things that, you know, maybe we could write that a little bit better so it's more clear um, but yeah, so this is, is government feeling. trying to be more clear and conversational. Yes, I know absolutely. that, you know, we're, we've got a bad reputation sometimes mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. of making things more complicated. Mm-hmm. So I hope people see this project as a real dedication Agreed. to Agreed. trying to simplify. Yeah. There was a lot of compromise and, um, part of my job is public education. So really welcoming those questions that come in if, cause it's it, sure I do it every day, but not everybody does. And I want everyone to understand and feel comfortable with it. That's great. And you brought up a good point of our planners are always there to help. Yes. So people yes. can call or email mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. go on the website and contact mm-hmm. them. And just sometimes you said you're visual. Sometimes you need yeah. someone to talk you through it. Yeah, absolutely. We have an amazing team and there are a lot of, there could be hours in a day where it's it's primarily focused on how can I help the public and just explain something to them. So that's, you know, at the beginning, every day is different because it just kind of depends that maybe there is someone that needs help and walking through a project. Um, and that is what we are here for. I can tell you're passionate about the community. You're, you're not you, from here, correct? I am not. I'm from Texas. Yes. I okay. have lived in the Springs for about six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we've got you. It's yeah, home I'm now. Here. Yeah. You're going to stick around. Going okay. Sign right here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope you do stick around. Well, thanks for your time and for explaining this important tool and important project. And I think it's really going to impact us for years to come. It's nice to be updated and ready to go. So I'm going to give people a website, coloradosprings.gov slash retool COS. That's if you want to dive into the full document or if like Morgan said, you're planning on having some work done on your house to educate yourself. That's the place to go. And you can always call our folks because they're wonderful. So thank you so much for joining us and learning more about this important step. We appreciate it. And thanks for listening to Behind the Springs. We'll see you next time.